0: For over 45 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green will give you the kind of person-to-person help and attention that mass-market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you.
1: Welcome, listeners, to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. We're brought to you by Village Green Apothecary, located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I alternate the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro, trying to bring you a lot of good information all about you and your health. Now, the show is streamed through myvillagegreen.com. That's myvillagegreen.com. And I want to remind you that Village Green is your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. They carry a superior line of supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., folks, so join Dr. Kevin Passaro next week for his discussion on drug-induced nutrient depletion. This is a really important subject. Today, we're honored to interview Sarah LeBron-Blaska, and she is Director of Medical Nutrition and Practitioner Engagement at Metagenics. Our subject is treatment for severe GI malabsorption in conditions such as celiac, Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, and inflammatory bowel disease. I just want to tell you a little bit more about Sarah. She's led teams that have launched uh, Ultra Glucose Control, Ultra Meal Advanced, New and Improved, Ultra Inflamex, and SPM Active. And she is a nutritionist with a Bachelor of Science in Dietetics and Food Science from Iowa State University. She has strong industry experience, including many Fortune 500 Companies. And Sarah was an instructor of nutrition at Lake County Community College. She has experience in educating healthcare professional groups on a variety of nutrition and health related topics. Medicare Part B and durable medical equipment. And Sarah is a member of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics and the American Society of Parenteral and Enteral Nutrition. She keeps busy with her family, dog, exercising, and traveling. Sarah has a passion for community-supported agriculture and is active on multiple charitable boards. So, welcome to the show, Sarah.
2: Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate being back. It's always great to be here.
1: yes, and and our subject is is a good subject because uh, GI problems are probably the number one concern that people have, the over the counter sales of all the -the over-the-counter meds for GI problems um, are among the top. So most of our listeners out there have experienced, if not mild, certainly severe uh, kinds of GI problems. So talk a little bit about the conditions that we are going to discuss and what metagenics has to offer for that.
2: Yeah, so we do, as you said, many people do have GI issues, and, um you know, last kind of CDC, they see about 70% either um, of the population has some sort of, you know, mild to more severe conditions um, annually, and so, you know, it affects many, you know, gut health affects many people, and We're really going to focus more on kind of more severe areas, such as IBS and IBD patients who have kind of a gut dysfunction. And we're really going to look at areas where um, the microbiota, so, you know, the bugs in your gut, have an effect um, on your how you're feeling in your stomach and how you were feeling in your colon and your small intestines. And we see when the bad to good bug ratio is off, it's called dysbiosis. And we see that many things can happen. And we also know that many patients, um, there's a correlation for those patients who have IBS and IBD, they tend to have this dysbiosis, this in bacteria in their gut. Um, And so that's what we're going to, the product that we developed really looked at is right sizing that good bacteria and helping it to really um, make a difference for those individuals who have dysbiosis.
1: You know, the subject of dysbiosis is so important and I'm glad you're using the term. We have talked about it on the show, but now that uh, we have some sophisticated tests that show The diversity and the exact kinds of microflora in the gut, I think it's very exciting. Um, But it's also sad. In the Western cultures, we have about 25% of the kinds of bacteria, good bacteria that we should have, compared to natural cultures. And that diversity is extremely important, and I'd like you to talk a little bit more about the, what the microbiome is responsible for, not just gut health, but systemic health.
2: Yes, so we see the microbiota has a lot of effects and we're learning more and more um, kind of every day Um, and you know the White House actually just I think it was about in June had launched a new um, microbiome project Um, so you know they had done the genetic mapping project and now they've also launched a microbiome project really looking at what the effects of the good and bad bacteria in your gut have and we see it has multiple effects so if we just kind of think of the gut what are some of those overall effects. So there's systemic effects. So we know that a certain types of bugs, specifically bifidobacteria, which we'll talk more about today, really help with the immune system. They produce these things called short-chain fatty acids, which have a really positive effect in helping maintain tight junctions in the gut. Um, So we talk, and I'm sure on your show, you've talked about leaky gut. So by having tight junctions, you don't get that leakiness. Um, You keep those, um, that, the gut lining much more tight and so things don't transition out of the gut into the overall blood system. We also see that there is a microbiome in um, the vaginal area. And so um, women who have experienced yeast infections, it's when that happens when your microbiota gets off balance in that area or a lot of times with um, UTIs. We also know when a baby is born, um, if they're born C-section or born via um regular vaginal birth, they have different microbiota and there's microbiota within their nasal and their oral cavity. Um, and that, the way they're born and who touches them is very important. Um, me personally, I had a preemie and so my preemie, what they do now is totally different. Um, now they're starting to swab, you know, babies who are born via C-section to give them more of that microbiota and then they start to feed um, in the NICU. It's really interesting. The standard of care has gone to feed feeding, um, you know, human breast milk instead of feeding, uh, you know, formula. And so we see that that really has a difference because there's some certain prebiotics. So we've, we've you know, when we think about the live bugs, we think of probiotics and so we can give those live bugs, but the prebiotics are very important because they are what feed the live bugs. And we see that there's different levels of prebiotics. Um, And we'll talk more about that in some of the specific prebiotics that are available.
1: Right. And the microbiota is, it's everywhere. (laughs) Right, exactly. uh, We culture ourselves. And my understanding uh, from talking with many experts, uh, such as you, Sarah, that we, we culture each other, but our own microbiota, on our skin is as unique as our fingerprints and can identify an individual in that manner.
2: (laughs) Yes, and it's also, though, changing. So really interesting, um, there is a book by... um, Rob Knight, who has led the Microbiota Project, and you can donate if you're interested um, to doing that, too. You can search that out, and he is taking cultures. But, you know, they tracked an individual who left the United States, went to Thailand, and saw that there was, in their gut microbiome, that there was a significant change just by riding an airplane. So it's kind of always changing, but always unique to you, too, specifically.
1: Yes, I, I find it fascinating. Uh, we have learned so much more, and we have a lot more to learn. Uh, we're still in the infancy of this field, uh, I think. So uh, give us a, a little bit more information before we go on to the next segment. So keep keep talking.
2: Yeah, so I think, um, so we know that now from um, the microbiome and all those projects that there are very specific genus and species and strains of probiotics that have an effect. But what we're learning more about is, and what we'll talk today about, is these prebiotics. And I think prebiotics kind of, um, they don't get as much publicity as you see in the probiotics area. So prebiotics can kind of come in like three general classes. So we see just like a general prebiotics. So this could be something like FOS or inulin that feeds a lot of different bugs in the gut, but then it gets more specific and we look at things like IMO fiber that's really targeted. And today we'll talk more about what we call functional prebiotics. So they have a functional effect. They feed a very specific bug and they produce a very specific outcome. So in human breast milk, there is this class of prebiotics called human milk ogular saccharides um, and we'll refer to them as HMOs and there's one specific that is the most abundant in human milk called 2-fuctogalactose and that um, we'll refer to as 2-FL and so that actually helps to feed very specific types of bugs in our microbiome and it's called the bifidobacteria strain so there's many different like subsets of bifidobacteria but as a whole they're a really important class because they're able to produce short-chain fatty acids. Um, and as I talked about before, these short-chain fatty acids really feed the overall uh, gut lining and help to maintain tight permeability, so no leakiness. And then they produce this interesting thing called butyrate. And butyrate um, really has a lot of different opportunities. It helps with intestinal you know, barrier function. It helps also with um, motility and um, helps with ion absorption and immune regularity, cell growth. So it acts as a food source for the um, cells in the gut lining. And so that's really important um, that this specific type of prebiotic can do to FL. And we see in infants, it really has a positive effect because it has this opportunity um, to keep them healthy and um, it feeds that bacteria. But then it also acts as a ability to mimic um, the gut lining. So when a Pathogenic or a harmful bacteria comes in that it actually can adhere to that and then move it through the system to release it so that it doesn't adhere to the lining and make the infant or and or the adult um, as we're going to learn about more um, sick.
1: Isn't it's fascinating? I love this subject, and we're going to talk more about it in the next segment. For those of you who have just tuned in. You're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this break.
3: MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, Handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega food from farm to tablet.
0: and MCTs. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary.
4: to the planet, committed to pure and great tasting omega oils.
5: The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body, and this is where Gero Formulas Neuro Optimizer comes to the rescue. Neuro Optimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. Neuro Optimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. Neuro Optimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas available at Village. Green- Are you under a lot of stress at work? Pressure from the boss, budget cuts, impossible workloads.
3: It can all take a serious toll on your health, but we can help. Village Green Apothecary has everything you need for a healthier lifestyle. A wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 45 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 54 15 West Cedar Lane or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com.
1: Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I alternate the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro. We're here every Sunday morning at 10 AM, so please join Kevin next Sunday for his discussion on drug-induced nutrient depletion. Going to be very interesting Now, today we're honored to interview Sarah LeBrun-Blaska, and she is the Director of Medical Nutrition and Practitioner Engagement at Metagenics. And our subject today is treatment for severe GI malabsorption, such as That found in celiac, Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, inflammatory bowel disease, and many other inflammatory and non-inflammatory conditions of the human gut. And we've been talking about the microbiota, the specific kind of bugs, good healthy bugs in our gut and not having enough of them, and what they do, and what they need to feed on. What are prebiotics? Prebiotics are the food that provides the fuel for the microbiota. And Sarah, if you can elaborate on that, it would be helpful, because I think this is a pretty sophisticated subject and important to understand.
2: Yeah, so I think in the last segment we talked a little bit about there's three different kind of categories of prebiotics. So there's kind of a general that feed all sorts of um, bugs in the gut, all the the good and the bad. Usually, you know, if we're healthy, the good will, um, you know, win out. Um, If you kind of think of it as maybe a war in your gut, they're winning. Um, And then there's ones that feed more specific, and then there's bugs that have a functional effect. So if we think about kind of like the general... Um, prebiotics. Where do we get those? So those are usually in a fiber source. Um, some fibers um, don't have prebiotic effects, but many of them do. Um, so if we think of things like artichokes or you know greens that um, have parts that are non-digestible. Garlic and onions are an area where we see that they also have lots of opportunities to have fibers, um, and specifically prebiotics that are, um, you know, that feed the microbiome. And then we also see like, Leeks, and you may also find in asparagus, brand um, raw bananas is an interesting area, and they have a kind of a unique called a resistant starch. So it's um, the ability to somewhat digest, but then slowly digest over a period of time. And then if we can, so those are kind of the general ones. But then if we think of more specific effects, we find that there are these IMO fibers, um, and those specific fibers could be found in like tapioca and then usually isolated into other, from other plant sources too. But tapioca is a main area and they have kind of, they feed a very specific um, type of bug and then they may have some effect. They may help with cholesterol or other things. And then in the last segment, we talked a little bit more about these unique um, prebiotics that are coming out and specifically ones that we find in human breast milk that now have been isolated and um, that are fermented in a way that can be added to other things, um, as we've added to our adult nutrition formula, our medical food um, called Ultra GI Replenish that has the 2-FL. And so that functional prebiotic has a really unique effect as it, it feeds the bifida bacteria and other um, positive bacteria, but doesn't feed the whole uh, spectrum of bacteria in the gut, and then the other thing that I was mentioning before, it has this really unique feature where it has the opportunity to um, mimic the gut lining. And by doing that, it has actually the ability to, you know, um, kind of have this anti-adherence property where a harmful bacteria will adhere to the 2FL to instead of adhering to the gut lining and then move through the gut without attaching. So there's some recent studies that have been done, just published last year, looking at the norovirus um, in an animal model and where they fed 2-FL to these animals. They injected them with norovirus. They were the ones who had the 2-FL in their system versus those who didn't um, were able to not get the norovirus And so because it adhered to that lining. It also has some other mechanisms Mechanisms too, to help with the epithelial cells. And, and we're seeing, and there's more and more research um, that's coming out of the University of California, San Francisco, specifically. They're doing a lot of work in this area, looking at how it um, affects brain development in infants and so on. A really strong study that was done on preemies who were given human breast milk, and specifically those high um, in 2FL, they were able, with preemies, a a lot of times you see necrotizing colitis as um, an illness they may have and, and may become fatal. And so those who were given human breast milk were able actually to not and had significantly less um, occurrence of necrotizing colitis or neck. That's,
1: that's awesome. <laughs> Mainly because I think it, it, it's so impressive as we talk about the microbiome I continue to be impressed with its impact on so many areas of health, immunity, systemic health, of growth and development. That, that was a surprise to me. Uh, it, it, there are so many functions, and you mentioned the barrier health, the protection against leaky gut, uh, which Alessio Fasano, who's the expert on celiac disease uh, used in a scientific journal for the first time where the barrier is is too leaky and allows uh, large molecules, large agents in, which then can be a challenge to the body. Uh, It's also fascinating to me and something I'm not sure people were aware of that specific kinds of prebiotics feed specific kinds of microbiota. That, I think, is fascinating. What else can we talk about uh, as far as the function in the body with regard to uh, both the prebiotics and the microbiota microbiota?
2: Well, I think there's a lot of different functions um, that can happen, you know, obviously. So, you know, the prebiotics are feeding the bugs in the gut, um, but we also see that, you know, a healthy gut microbiome has an overall effect on overall health, right? your 80% of your immune system lies in your um, GI tract, and so it's really important to have a healthy you know, GI tract to have a healthy immune system. And so that's where you have those opportunities. We're also learning more and more that certain probiotics really have um, a unique effect by giving certain um, genus, species, and strains. uh, And those individuals have, uh, giving those specific bugs can have an individual effect um, if it's on things such as, you know, if... You have someone who has reoccurrence of C diff, or those who have antibiotics associated diarrhea. Um, there's certain, bu- you know, just, um, types of bugs in combination that work really well in those areas. The same with UTIs and so on. Um, and as we're learning too with the prebiotics and um, the study that we just did, we saw by giving. You know, the specifically the 2FL, we were able to increase the level of bifidobacteria um, by 19 fold in the patients that were part of that study. And then we were able, um, which was a full formula, not just the 2FL alone. Um, and then we also were able to increase the brood rate, which is a really important factor um, with, you know, tight junctions and things of that nature, and really important for individuals with IBD and IBS. Yeah.
1: Um, Thank you. You always make it very clear and this is a complex subject. What also impresses me is the food sources. Garlic. Long an old wives' tale as to protecting your immune system, Mm -hmm. long before we had the kind of science, and we can back up and say, Wow, look what garlic can do. And this is one example garlic, onions, leeks being in the same uh, general family, and asparagus. Uh, tapioca, old-fashioned tapioca. So our grandparents knew, uh, knew something intuitively about what was good for health. And I am reminded of my first nutrition class, which was back in about 1964. And it, it was clearly said that fiber was an anti-nutrient. No one needed it. It didn't, uh, fiber didn't provide anything that got in to the body. They didn't even know about uh, the two different types of fiber and the soluble and insoluble. Mm -hmm. And I I knew that couldn't be. That just couldn't be. And I started asking questions. So uh, very interesting that we were that ignorant. I don't think that's such a long time ago that we were that ignorant that long?
2: Well, I think, you know, it's interesting because nutrition really is such a young... I mean, even though people have been eating... Since the existence of humans, but really the study of nutrition is so young, and we're continuing every day learning about things like the microbiome and other you know things about fats that we never knew. Um, there's a lot of myth busting you know that's happened you know the um, recent jam article with you know learning more that you know sugar. We, we, we need to reduce our carbs, increase our protein and our fat appropriately, so we're kind of, you know, um, on an equal keel on the amount of calories we get for all that. So I think as a whole, we're just, you know, it's a young and ever-evolving um, field of science that – Um, is growing every day and it's really exciting to be part of it.
1: It is exciting and there's so much good information and some fascinating studies and I'd like to talk about some of the studies in the next segment because I think they are so specific and they give us the science. Mm -hmm. behind what the recommendations are and we'll keep going on this subject and for those of you who have just tuned in you're with the essentials of healthy living on 1500 a.m and we're brought to you by village green apothecary please stay with us folks we'll be right back after this break with more interesting information from sarah
4: lebrun blaska Solgar number 7 available at Village Green Apothecary Com. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't handle? Village Green Apothecary
6: can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula for you, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. We invite you to talk with one of our compounding specialists today. Our team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths, offering customized products and personalized healthy living plans to ensure your well-being. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530- 0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying
0: mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body.
1: Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. We're brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. And I'm Dana Lake, alternating the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro. And we do try to bring you a lot of good information all about you and your health. And that's what we're doing today. We're talking with Sarah LeBrun Blaschka, Director of Medical Nutrition and a practice and practitioner engagement at Metagenics. Our subject is treatment for severe GI malabsorption in celiac Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, inflammatory bowel diseases, and more. Uh, we have been talking about the microbiota the good the good ones in the gut and and certainly our whole body has a microbiome uh, that's made up of microbiota and we've been talking about the fuel the types of foods that fuel uh, these good bugs as some as some people say and I think that makes it kind of interesting uh, and easy to understand and we want to keep going let's talk about the reason Research, Sarah, behind the recommendations that we now have on making a healthy gut microbiome?
2: So there's a ton of research happening um, in the areas of pre and probiotics as a whole. And, um, you know, with the launch of our new uh, medical food for this area, you know, we looked at um, doing an open-label study through uh, IRB. So IRB is an internal review board. So it's a very rigorous process. And we looked at four different practitioners um, as our PIs, so MDs, DOs, and a naturopath. Um, And those individuals um, recruited 12 patients. We did an open label study. And so what we gave them over a course of um, six weeks was two servings of the um, medical food, Ultra-GI Replenish. And we asked them at baseline and at Um, six weeks to do two things. Fill out a questionnaire, a validated questionnaire. This is called um, the Quality of Life Index Questionnaire. And then they also did some other questionnaires. And then as we talked about in the earlier segment, how now there's unique tools to really map um, what is the bugs in your gut. And so there is a stool um, sample that Genova has used to a collection, and they can really chart what's in your gut um, and the type of bacteria very specifically. So we use that to look at the changes in um, the microbiome and the microbiota of the gut. It's called a GI stool um, profile test effects. And so what we saw was really fascinating. So at the when we looked at the quality of life, so these were patients who had IBD and IBS. And so, you know, when you have those type of diseases that you really have, um, you know, many social and um, GI concerns that may limit what you're doing in your life. Um, and so we, with this quality of life questionnaire, it asked them things like, you know, are you getting out? Do you have the ability to leave your house? Um, are you able to work a full day? What, you know, are you having diarrhea on a consistent basis? Do you have bloody stools? So on. And so with the GI um, domain, so that area that really focused on the GI, we saw a significant and a clinically significant, statistically and clinically significant change of 18%. And so really that meant that, you know, maybe before they weren't able to go to their job every day, but now they are. Um, and then their social function, because, you know, If you have IBS, you know that it really has an effect on how you function. Socially, and so they were able to have a very significant um, improvement in that area. So reduction in things like gas and diarrhea, able to leave their house because they felt like you know this wasn't um, causing issues with their overall life, and that showed a very um, significant um, value of 0.004. So if you go back to your statistics, you'll remember the smaller the number, the better the statistical significance. So that was really. Um, Um, impressive. And then where we saw really interesting when we looked at the stool effects test, we saw that, and we talked about earlier in our earlier segments about a specific um, bug in the gut called bifidobacteria. So this is a very um, important bug because it is that short-chain fatty acid producer and those then are butyrate producers. So these are really important types of bugs to have in your gut and they you know when you think of dysbiosis a lot of times it's because those individuals have a reduction in their bifida bacteria and so from baseline so before they started the study and they weren't able to add anything else new to the regimen they also weren't able to change their medications um, within the first you know, month prior to being on the study and no changes during the study so, we know then the effects were really, you know, from this one specific change um, in their protocol, and we saw that those individuals actually had an increase of 19-fold. So 19-fold actually means um, about 19, 1,900% increase of the level of bifida bacteria. And so that's really important because we know those types of bacteria, when we look um, at data, epidemiology data on IBS and IBD, they tend to be very low in those patient types. And so then we also know then they don't produce enough butyrate and short-chain fatty acids. And so we saw the level of butyrate actually increase by 594%, um, which was significant and then the short-chain fatty acids by 72%, which was significant also. Wow,
1: that, that is impressive. And what I'm thinking is that when you improve a few species that significantly, it has a snowball effect. In other words, it sets a better milieu for other species, other healthy species, to multiply.
2: Yeah, and we did see that. We saw that, um, the Firmicutes also improved, and then uh, Roseburia, which is another important area that both have. Um, you know, as we talked about earlier, if you go back to areas that maybe eat a different um, way than we do, they have more, higher levels of those two specific bacteria, and then of course the bacteria. So then we did see this overall improvement too in those areas. They just one was starting to be significant, and the other one was a trend. But, you know, we had 12 patients over six weeks. Um, So maybe in a larger um, cohort, you would have seen statistically significant changes.
1: You know, that's a short period of time to make changes that significant.
2: Right, exactly. So we know most practitioners probably are utilizing it for a longer period of time, um, but we wanted just to demonstrate that the ability in a short period of time you really can have an effect. So think if you used maybe one serving then continued for six or 12 more weeks. Um, we know that some of the patients who ended the study um, wanted to stay on it, um, and so they've been on it now for a significant amount of time. Uh, one individual, this was, uh, I thought, such a telling story of kind of, you know, the, what happens to many of these individuals, especially IBD patients. A uh, young man was um, significantly underweight because of his IBD. He had ulcerative colitis, and he was able in the six weeks to gain nine pounds, and then he's been on it since then, and he has gained a total of 12 pounds. And so when you think about somebody with um, ulcerative colitis, there's really this overall concern that they aren't able to effectively, you know, absorb their food, and so the two FL, but then plus you know the free amino acids and the other things within the formula really had a significant effect. The MCT oil, so better absorbing fat and things of that nature.
1: Well, you've been very thorough, and again, this is fascinating. Uh, talk a little bit about how it's used and how often it's recommended. What What is the range here in dosing?
2: So um, in the study, we said we gave it for six weeks. Um, I think a lot of practitioners utilize it for longer, especially if somebody has a chronic condition. Um, so they would dose it either once to twice a day. Um, and... It's two scoops, you make it with water, or you can make it into into a smoothie with other um, items. And so with that then you get about 150 calories, um, but really those calories are really impactful calories. There's 15 grams of protein and um, about three of those grams of protein really are from free amino acids. So if we think of someone who has maybe some gut distress, they're not always as um, able to break down their protein as well. So having those free amino acids really make a difference. Um, lower we're in carbs, but high impact carbohydrates such as the 2FL, the IMO fiber,
4: um,
2: and then a unique type of glutamine. And I think you guys have talked about glutamine in the past, but yes. the type of glutamine um, is it's a dipeptide. So, dipeptide means if we think of proteins are built made up of a lot of different amino acids, so they're the building blocks. And so when you adhere two amino acids together, even they're the same type or a different type, they actually then become this dipeptide. So your body can absorb them as easily as a free amino acid without the work of two, absorbing two. They get a, an advantage. And so we also we saw this 224 percent. Um, improvement in the ability to uptake um, the glutamine, which was really important because that also has a really positive effect um, on the cell lining, and the mucosal of the gut.
1: So it not only helps the gut with digestion, absorption, and Mm -hmm. reducing inflammation, it helps get amino acids in that are so necessary uh, to human gut health. I think this is a very interesting product. Does what flavors does it come in?
2: So it comes in vanilla and chocolate. Um, And you know, I've I've worked on a lot of our medical foods, and I've been working in this industry for you know almost twenty years, and um, have tasted a lot of medical foods and. I have to say, I think the flavor of this one may have outdone some of our other ones and not to, you know, uh, make my, the other medical foods I've worked on say anything negative about them, but this one just has an amazing flavor. Um, so we're really excited about that part of it too. So it's easy for patients to take. Um, and a lot of times they're looking for something chocolate and, it, and it's really difficult for them to find appropriate chocolate-like things um, when you have IBS and IBD.
1: Well, good. So we, we'll carry on this conversation in the next segment, our final segment. And for those who've just tuned in, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this break.
3: MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information,
0: visit us online at megafood.com bridging the gap between nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals that's the concept behind zymogen's new exclusive and patented line of formulations which utilize sophisticated delivery technologies to focus on specific molecular targets the zymogen EP line features immunittics36 a potent ingredient that has demonstrated a measurable ability to prime and enhance immune cell function applications include immune system support and support for white blood cell recovery following radiation therapy and other bone marrow affecting treatments now available at at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com.
4: For over 10 years, Nordic Naturals has been the world leader in crafting omega-3 fish oils that are great for the body and for the planet. They work one-on-one with researchers and select fishermen to harvest only those fish species that are flourishing. With Nordic Naturals, you get all the benefits of omega-3, a strong heart, clear eyes, and flexible joints, plus the reassurance that their products are environmentally friendly. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary the carry or visit nordicnaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils.
5: Village Green Apothecary.
6: Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't handle? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula for you, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. We invite you to talk with one of our compounding specialists today. Our team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths, offering customized products and personalized healthy living plans to ensure your well being. Visit Village Green and Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners,
1: to today's final segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. We are brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland, Now, I want to remind you that Village Green is your resource for questions about your health, and they carry a superior line of supplements from many manufacturers, including their own pathway products. We are here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and you can join us next Sunday for Kevin Passaro's discussion on drug-induced nutrient depletion. Today, we have been speaking with Sarah LeBron Blaschka, Director of Medical Nutrition and Practitioner Engagement at Metagenics. Our subject is treatment for severe GI malabsorption in conditions such as celiac, Crohn's, ulcerative colitis. Inflammatory bowel disease, and more. And what's interesting is it doesn't mean you have to have this condition in order to benefit from uh, the product that we're talking about called Ultra GI Replenish, which is a medical food. So, Sarah, could you uh, define what a medical food is for some of our listeners who may not be familiar?
2: Yeah, so a medical food um, is a category of products that are designed for um, individuals who have a a specific condition. So maybe it's a gut condition. It could be things also like, you know, children who have PKU. Um, It could also be, you know, a variety of different areas. And so we see though then that those conditions have a distinct nutritional requirement. And so they have, you know, they're not able either to process a nutrient appropriately, they lack a nutrient, or they need more of a specific nutrient. Um, And so that's really what a medical food addresses, the distinct nutritional requirements of a specific condition.
1: Okay, so uh, that's a good description, and and I know that that's an interesting area because the typical kind of formulas that are used in tube feeding, parental nutrition, are really, um, they're not very healthy if you look at, at the balance. And there's a lot of corn syrup Uh, there's corn sugar and there's RDA level nutrients for it. And this is, these are given to individuals with significant health problems. So I've always had concerns about the standard uh, that they use and they use the same for everybody. It's whatever that person has, that's what they get. And I asked one doctor, uh, so Everybody has the same shoe size. So everybody with this condition gets the exact same uh, nutrients, nothing specific to their des- defined and uh, nutrient deficiencies, which are defined through assessment. So uh, I love that we have these kinds of products available to us now. And it's, Metagenics was actually the first company to produce these kinds of products. Uh, and it was under Jeffrey Bland. I remember that. That was a long time ago uh, when, when the first products were developed. So let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more about h- how the Ultra-GI Replenish works and how, what kind of benefit would it have for somebody who doesn't really have a lot of GI complaints but wants to assure that they've got optimum GI Microbiome, not just average. You don't want to be average or normal in a Western culture.
2: So, the way that um, Ultra-GI Replenish really works is that it has, um, it's multifactorial. Um, it has macro and micronutrients that support individuals with, you know, gut dysfunction. And so, we talked a lot about the prebiotic in it and 2FL, which is. Um, a human milk, oligosaccharide um, that um, has been fermented to create it. Um, we're not getting it from um, women who are breastfeeding, but we're able to um, provide the bioidentical form of it. And then it has um, also a really unique type of protein source. Um, so it has intact vegan protein from rice and pea, but then added um, a total of three additional essential amino acids, specifically um, Branch chains, and then plus a conditionally essential amino acid called um, sustenine, which is a combination of L-glutamine and or L-alanine. And so, it's really interesting, though, with those that combination, we see that because those free amino acids, specifically individuals with gut dysfunction, a lot of times they're not able to absorb. Um, full intact protein. And so having these free amino acids and di- peptide form really help to um, enhance their ability. We also see in individuals who have um, IBD specifically, um, looking specifically at um, individuals who had Crohn's versus a healthy population, they were more likely to have sarcopenia than those of about 30% more than those of their healthy counterparts. And so we know by adding the branch chain, specifically leucine, we help to improve that um, muscle base, which is so important, you know, because a lot of times we see these people are ill and have, um, you know, effects of that. And then... So we've talked about the carbohydrates, the protein, and then last it is the healthy fats. So we're providing a variety of healthy fats. Um, MCT oils, which MCTs are really interesting. They're medium trained triglycerides, and the way they're absorbed is a little bit different than traditional fats. So they're absorbed via the portal vein. So they bypass traditional, um, absorption, um, that we see. In nor, in other types of fats. And so because of this quick conversion, it is a good energy source. And then also if we see people have, um, an inability to appropriately absorb their fat, they can utilize the MCCs more effectively and helps with when somebody has a um, fat soluble vitamin deficiency. It will help to be more appropriate so that they have the fats to absorb those vitamins too. And
4: then
2: it also, it's, oh, ahead, yeah.
1: it's so complete, um, mm-hmm. and I think it's exciting that it can help a lot of conditions, and particularly celiac, something that has been uh, under-diagnosed for mm-hmm. many, many years, and finally it's starting to be recognized. And certainly celiac, uh, individuals with celiacs have significant gut, uh, leaky gut, And I'm so glad that that's been addressed and I can see how this product can help. Uh, Are there other conditions that you can think about that can be that benefit? For instance, you mentioned the muscles, that as people have poor nutrition because of gut problems, they have weak muscle, they have poor muscle tone. Uh, are there other aspects? What about the neurotransmitters? Because the microbiome is so important in that, and it affects mood. I, we've talked about that on the show, the importance of the microbiome in neurotransmitters. Uh, is that something that might have been picked up in any of the studies?
2: Yeah. So we did see that, you know, we weren't specifically looking um, at, you know, how, you know, somebody who had um, mood issues. But we do know that you know, when we did the quality of life score that we saw that, you know, their domain on you know um, emotional function and social function were improved. Um, the social function actually improved significantly. The emotional was um, not reaching statistical significant, but a trend towards that. So we do know that, you know, a lot of times with – Gut disorders are, you know, that you have a lot of other effects, right? It affects how you function socially and, of course, affects your mood. Um But I think there's a lot more work and areas of discovery that are being done, um, you know, in the respects to what is happening in the gut and how it affects the brain. Um, We didn't work on that in this particular study and with this product, but we do know that, you know, this is a strong area of research. Um, We've been working um, at Metagenics and many other people are working too in an academic level to understand those gut brain connections. Um, I had seen Dr. Mark Light, who is at Iowa State now, who's one of the leading experts in this area of gut-brain, and he's doing a lot of work um, in animal models to understand that. And he had made a really unique um, observation that I thought was important, how actually if you look at... um, how the gut and the brain are connected, that they actually have more in common. Um, And at one point, probably there was, you know, much more of a gut-brain interaction via, you know, the portal vein and things of that nature. So that there's, you know, this significant connection with the butt, the gut and the brain and neurotransmitters happening directly um, that bypass the rest of the body. So, you know, it's a really fascinating area um, of discovery that's still underway.
1: Yes, it's interesting because in medicine, antidepressants are often used uh, to quiet an anxious mm-hmm. gut, anxious gut, anxious brain. Uh, what we're trying to do is restore health, actually mm-hmm. help the body help itself. Uh, but it's it's been known for a long time that antidepressants can be used for that. And this gut-brain connection uh, it really is is quite old. I think that it's just been something that we've learned about more recently, even though it's been known that they share the same neurotransmitters. And I find that very fascinating.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's an area, it's a very strong area of research that's happening right now. And many people are fascinated by it. Um, And I think there's a lot more to come to really understanding the science of it all.
1: Well, I think we'll have to have another show and talk about that. And I want to thank you, Sarah, for being on the show again. You always have good information for us and fascinating information. Thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: And thank you, listeners, for joining us on The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. A reminder that you can access this show or any of the previous shows through myvillagegreen.com. That's myvillagegreen.com. As our lives move forward, I am reminded that every day is a new day, every minute a new minute, giving us many opportunities to make positive, health enhancing choices. And please remember it's not the number of breaths you take, it's the moments. That take your breath away. This is Dana Lake and Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day.
3: Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside of the Beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists are here to advise you about creating your very own individualized healthy living plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, 5415 West Cedar Lane, or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com.